Welcome to Communication 24-7, a podcast where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. Let me start by sharing with you a quote that just smacks of a reality check. I remind myself every morning, nothing I say this day will teach me anything. So if I'm going to learn, I must do it by listening. This quote is by the late and great communication and media expert, Larry King. I've spent some time over the past couple of episodes talking about the benefits of strengthening your communication skills and how listening is perhaps the most important communication skill that you can develop. That's why I decided to create a series dedicated to focusing on listening and the things we can do to become better listeners. Research shows that people who have good listening skills are in more satisfying relationships at home as well as at work. And now that we know why we should work on our listening, Let's turn our focus to how we can work on our listening. Today, let's specifically focus on the idea of active listening. So what is active listening? If you do a quick Google search for a definition, you'll find no shortage of websites providing explanations and examples of how to actively listen. Per the norm, Wikipedia is at the top of the page and provides a definition that I think is a good representation of what most websites might say about active listening. Wikipedia's definition as of today is this. Active listening is a technique of careful listening and observation of nonverbal cues with feedback in the form of accurate paraphrasing that is used in counseling, training, and solving disputes or conflicts. So here's my take on this definition. Parts of it are pretty good. Yes, you have to be careful to listen well. You do have to pay attention to the nonverbals as well as listen to the content of the message. And as for the paraphrasing, well, that depends on what your listening goals are and what type of listening you're actively engaged in at the time. But for now, I like to keep things simple. Let's just focus on the active listening. And with that, let's keep a simple definition. I like to think of active listening as simply paying close attention to what we hear. Before we get to our list of do's and don'ts, here's what you're not going to hear today. You're not going to hear me talk about eye contact and making sure that you lean in and shake your head and insert affirmative phrases like, yes, and I see, Mm mm-hmm. A lot of so-called listening workshops will focus on those things, making you think that as long as I make eye contact and shake my head, I'm being a good listener. I'm telling you, this is a crock of horse manure right here. Being a professor for as long as I've been, you know, in the classroom for 17 years, I can tell you that there are plenty of students out there who have mastered the art of fake listening. And that's exactly what fake listening is. 
I'm going to make eye contact and I'm going to shake my head every now and again so that you think I'm paying attention to you. That's not what active listening is all about. If you are actually paying attention to and listening to the other person who is talking, all of those things, the eye contact, the nodding of the head, the interjecting yes and I see, those are all byproducts of effective listening. When you're really into what the other person is saying during a really good conversation, do you ever stop yourself and think, well, gee, I better make sure I keep making eye contact and shake my head so that they know that I'm paying attention to them. No, you don't do that. And you know why? Because when you're actually actively listening, you're doing those things naturally anyway. So that's why you're not going to hear me emphasize any of that crap because frankly, it is crap. So here's the real deal. Here's what you need to do to be a better active listener. But before that, let's listen to this quick message. So you love listening to podcasts, huh? Have you thought about starting your own? If so, today is a great day to do just that. Look, when I decided to start my podcast, I had absolutely no idea what in the heck I was doing. I had so many questions. Do I need a lot of equipment? Will it be expensive? How do I even begin? Then I heard about Buzzsprout through some other podcasters and decided to check it out. And to my delight, I found I did not have to buy any gear. I didn't need any special equipment or any special knowledge. I could work with what I already had and just needed to find a quiet space to record. I found that podcasting isn't really that hard when you have the right partners. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. And the team at Buzzsprout wants to help you succeed. They get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you could drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episode, and much, much more. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. If you follow the link in the show notes, Buzzsprout will know that I sent you and that will get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. Not to mention, it helps support my show. You have a story to tell, a message to share? Join Buzzsprout today. And back to the show. First, be mindful of your bad listening habits. I addressed some of those in the last episode, but let's build from that, shall we? So number one, resist distractions. Make sure that you're not focusing too much on the delivery and of the appearance of the person that's talking to you. Um, yeah, we all know that how you look is absolutely a factor in whether you think somebody has credibility on a topic, right? I mean, if we assume that if somebody dresses like a slob, they probably don't know what they're talking about and they absolutely don't look like they have it together. So why should we trust or pay attention to what they're saying, right? And vice versa. If somebody dresses nicely, you know, they look all professional, they look like they have their shit together, we might assume that they actually know what they're talking about. And that's how we end up being fooled by appearance. As far as their delivery, 
they could be the most dynamic, entertaining storyteller. But while you're busy having fun and being diverted by their smooth delivery style, you're not realizing that the speaker is really not saying anything of any substance. It's all surface level stuff. It doesn't really have any real value. It's all fluff. But you're in there eating it up because they look good and they sound good. So no more of that stuff. Number two. Suspend judgment for the time being. You know, when someone else starts talking, don't jump to conclusions about the person who is talking and don't jump to conclusions about what you think they may or may not know or what you think they may or may not say. You know, give them room to surprise you. You can turn it into a game. You know, you may think that you know what they're going to say, but you could be wrong, you know, and even if you've heard this person talk a thousand times, right? Um, it could, there is a potential, even if it's a slim potential, but there is potential to be surprised, to learn something new, to hear or to see something from a different perspective. So try to suspend your judgment for the time being. Number three, be mindful of what you are selecting to pay attention to. You know, active listening is a choice and you have to choose what you want to pay attention to. And while it might not be your fault that you're stressed out about something or that there's a lot of chatter going on in the background and all of those things might be distractions to you, but you know, there might be a lot of information to take in. Maybe you're getting to information overload, or maybe the topic is just over your head. Maybe it's really complex and you don't quite understand, you know, what this person is talking about. Regardless of the reason, it's your responsibility to be mindful of how you're reacting to those things and how you choose to pay attention to those things. So this might be something that is an ongoing struggle for you, and that's fine. As long as you're aware of it, and you are consistently making the choice to try to pay attention to the other person so that you can make sense of what you're hearing, then you are practicing active listening. All right, number four, pay attention to the situation and what this particular communication scenario means for you as a listener as well as what it means for the person who is doing the talking. You know, is this person upset? Are they emotional? Do they just need to rant, you know, for a bit? Or does this person really need advice? Are they actually looking for advice? You know, is this person a friend? Do you consider them an acquaintance? Are they a coworker? You know, do you get along very well? Are you competitive with each other? Or are you normally supportive of each other? You know, is this person your boss or is this person your employee? Good listeners know to take all of these things in so that they can organize their thoughts and respond accordingly. Even if a person is using emotionally loaded language, continue to pay attention to that message. As listeners, it's our responsibility to think critically about what others are saying even if they use words that trigger us, we are still required to be able to consider their words carefully 
think about the meaning that the words they're choosing to use. Um, what's the meaning that those words bring to this particular communication scenario? So that requires you to think about the situation, the person as a speaker, as well as how you respond. And then finally, number five, guess what? Now that you've avoided distractions, you're suspending judgment, you're choosing to pay close attention to the message while also considering the situation and who the person is that's talking and how you're responding to that person who's talking. Don't look now, but you're actively listening. If you can consistently do this, you'll be less apt to carelessly interrupt, less apt to misunderstand, less apt to be misunderstood. And you'll be better prepared to ask good follow-up questions so that you can learn more, so that you can explore and dig in. And you'll be better prepared to make more informed decisions down the road or to draw more accurate conclusions about what you're listening to. So that's it, for real. Remember, good listeners don't have to show that they're engaged. If you're really engaged, your nonverbals and follow-up statements and questions will be a direct reflection of that. One thing I have yet to get into are the different types of listening styles. Yes, even when you're actively listening and giving it all you got, it's still possible to mess up and use an inappropriate listening style for the situation that you're in. What in the heck am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the differences between things like critical listening and empathic listening, but this is going to have to wait for next time. So till then, take care.